Good morning, campers. Welcome to Good Boy Podcast. Episode 84. 84. And we, uh, we welcome back to the show our Reddit correspondent uh, from the Digi Reddit podcast, Mr. Dominic Russo. Dominic, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good. Thank you for having me. Guys. At a remote location. Bunk. Yeah. I got to say. I'm in the bunker, yeah. Yeah, your black site in Venice Beach. <laughs> That's right. We call it Ranch Dressing Studios over here. Ah, nice. How are you, uh, how are you enjoying your horror vacation as we've been as we've been calling it? Uh, well, you know, I, I'm a bit of like a woodworking hobbyist. And so I've been doing some wood projects, which has been kind of nice. Nice. Um, aside from like that, I'm going a little crazy. I <laughs> started like this week, to be honest. Yeah. I'm picturing like Owen Wilson and meet the parents, like losing his fucking mind. Like <laughs> yeah, you really. just start, you just start building some insane, like wooden, uh, like weapons and, and guns. And well, that's like, when the, that's when the great stuff is going to come out. No, but like you start making those guns that you can get through security at airports. Oh, like, wow. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, like John Malkovich has in, um, uh, uh, in the line of fire. In the line of fire. In the line of fire. That like insane gun he makes. Yeah, because you can get it and he pieces it together like when he's already mm-hmm. in the this. That's place. a great movie. Yeah. So what? Everything, everything starts as a rocking chair and ends up as a wooden bazooka. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. What do you? What do you kind of? Well, I mean, I mean, you have a lot more responsibility than you do because I know you have a family and stuff like that. But are you mostly right. losing it because like you can't get to like handball or like what's the? Is it just the general malaise Actually, of the situation? Yeah, no, I mean, the, the biggest, uh, you know, as like as freelance writers, I think we're actually kind of used, to, we're, we're well-groomed to be stuck at home and never knowing where our next job is coming from. Right. Mm. So, like, in a weird way, like, that part of it's normal. It's kind of the, this, this stuck on top of your family. Um, you know, we have a three-and-a-half-year-old and then, like, a five-month-old baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that can get kind of intense just with, like, kid stuff and trying to there's this kind of impending fear that uh, our kids should be learning and every day that goes by that we like let him watch more disney plus (laughs) (laughs) yeah but turning into like like the kid he he, we don't want him to be right basically i feel like this whole generation of kids is going to turn into like tarantino's like they're all maybe, literally, maybe. they're all literally getting education from watching TV and movies. Maybe there's just going to be a huge surplus of like TV and screenwriters. Yeah, like, yeah. It might be like this might be the moment where we realize how like kind of obsolete the education system actually is, <laughs> and you can actually kids can learn and their brains yeah. can develop and all kinds of. Because I mean, think about it. I don't remember jack shit that I learned in no, I don't high remember school. Anything. I don't remember anything from college. All it kind of was was like a little networking and a little like work your mind and like something. So if like you just work your mind and I mean, look, we're all we're all movie and TV writers. So obviously all the time we spent in front of the TV kind of paid off. <laughs> but it's because we hated school. Yeah, exactly. So that's uh, for all our for all our listeners who are teachers. Uh, let us apologize. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, yeah. you're you, you're all useless. The education yeah. system is useless. No, I uh, yeah, I, I God, I hated school so much, and that was the thing. I would I would retreat to movies and TV. Yeah, that was more fun. I'm like, fuck this uh, math. What's well, interesting? I'm I'm doing a lot of uh, my my kid loves 
when I tell him stories while he's like when I trained him to use the toilet to go number two, mm-hmm. p- part of the training was like I would tell him cool stories on the toilet because he would just sit there for like 20 minutes and nothing would happen. And so now he expects like a riveting story every time he's dropping a, a, a deuce. Oh, so man. I, so I go in and sit next to him and I have to come up with these stories, which they're not that good. Like, I, I'm like, I'm actually getting better at telling stories because he's very demanding. He's like, give me another one. And I'm like, all right. Um, <laughs> and I'm like improv these stories about like witches and crocodiles and trolls. And it's kind of fun. So you know, he's, you, in, he's into stories for sure. You're kind of like, it's like your, your son is like a king and he, you're like ordered by the court to like entertain him. <laughs> yeah, right. Is your, your son is you're like, like Joffrey. Your son is like Joffrey. <laughs> In a nutshell, that's what parenting is. You just but, described it. <laughs> and, but, but by the way, like um, kids, I told uh, stories I told my son on the toilet. That's like such a New York Times bestseller. Oh, my God. Wow, it really is. Written by Mitch Ablom. Yeah, we're, we're written by Dominic Russo. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, and it's like the kid on like the, the, the toilet with a crown on his head and wow, the yeah. dad sitting on the, on the, uh, Jesus, on the bathroom. So. That so is. To, to, make it, to make it worse and to give you one more piece of imagery there, I will clip his toenails while he's pooping because it's like the only time he's sitting still mm-hmm. and it has to, he doesn't do it. So I'm literally like telling him stories, giving him a pedicure while he's on the toilet. And this is just like a regular Tuesday, you know, yeah. as, now, a, as a dad. Now, do you keep so. your COVID-19 <laughs> mask on during those, uh, <laughs> during those sessions? Yeah. Are you, uh, are you, by the way, are you team face diaper? Are you rocking the, the face diaper when you go out to run errands now? I had to go to FedEx yesterday for something which just feels like a place where literally germs get shipped around yeah. the world. Yeah. <laughs> so I did I did scrub down and uh, wear a face diaper there yesterday, but that was the first time I'd done it. Yeah. So yeah, I because I walk to run my errands, so I don't wear the the FD when I'm when I'm going. But then as soon as I like go into the the, yeah. uh, the Koreatown wet market to pick up my <laughs> <Right>. groceries. <laughs> I'm team face yeah, diaper. When you go to pick up your Python burger, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm team FD just, just because like I want to do anything to help make this thing go away quicker. Yeah. Even though that's not helping coronavirus go away, at least I'm like, it's my part that I'm doing. Yeah. I just want to do whatever I can. I have to tell you, I went to bed last night um, – this will be before we get into theory corner because this isn't actually a theory. But um, I went to bed last night feeling a, a great deal of dread. And it was kind of coinciding with the Boris Johnson situation in mm. the prime minister of uh, the UK. Because it was feeling like he was going to be ch- – it felt yes. like you were going to wake up this morning and he was going to be dead. And, and when I kind of woke up and it was like he's breathing normally and mm. he's like – Addressing, and then I also read a story that LA has the cleanest air right now in the world. Yeah, that's nice. I kind what? of, I yeah, <laughs> I, I and, and that Major League Baseball is. Um, we'll get back to the air quality thing in a second, but um, when I read that Major League Baseball is starting to figure out how mm-hmm. they might be doing games yeah. like in one location without crowds, I'm starting to see, and that we are kind of like maybe reaching the apex a little early. Maybe, and that I don't think we're going to be getting. The, the Italian nightmare. I think it's going to be kind of like, we're just going to be like, life is going to be super bizarre for 18 months. But I felt oddly hopeful when I woke up this morning. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I, I already that's... feel more hopeful that you're more hopeful. 
No, yeah. and the same with the NBA. They're trying to figure out a way that the NBA players can all, they'll all play in Vegas. Right. And they'll all well, rent, they'll rent out one hotel and each team will get a floor and they'll all be tested. Yeah. And it's just going to keep them at one place. The, like, the transportation will be, each team will get a bus. Right. And they'll figure it out. Well, well once understanding this whole um, thing became clear when I realized it was a situation of hospitals being uh uh, over, uh, on, you weren't able to, and by the way, I may be calling it too soon, <laughs> but, uh, but once that's not an issue, once the hospitals can handle their intake, we do get back to it. it if you're not over 60, your, your chances are like pretty slim that it's going to be this horrible oh, thing. Yeah. Those cases will happen, but life is going to start moving back to normal. Like, and I think, mm-hmm. I think we might see that sooner than we think, but it's good. By the way, don't get me wrong. It's going to be bizarre. Like life, yeah. life may get bizarre. And, and I'm not that not excited for that bizarre life. Well, I think be, it's be, any, anything that's different very, is always kind of fun. Anything that turns society on its head, yeah, totally. I, I'm game for, you know, I don't, I hate that families have to go through all this, but I think I kind of woke up kind of, Kind of hopeful. Now we'll see what tomorrow brings. But, <laughs> right, tomorrow you know. it's just like an asteroid. Is no, coming. but you know they were showing pictures of Boris Johnson, and like he seemed like a pretty jolly, all right fellow. And I was like, man, if he if he dies, this is going to flip the whole vibe of this thing to the. It's going to tip to the dark side. And I I woke it, up kind of feeling like it didn't. Is that your Rock Hudson moment? If he eats eats shit. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is. No, no. By the way, he may die by the time this podcast is over, yeah, right. and this will all be obsolete. And by the way, that's okay because then the listeners can be like, "Well, fuck, you know, no, this is bad." But I don't know. That was kind of like I don't know. That was kind of a weird tipping point for me when I when that didn't and I didn't wake up and hear that news. Yeah, I mean, I think he should be pretty well taken care of. I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, did you hear the Queens? Oh, let's talk about this fucking broad. Wait, uh, what did she do? (laughs) Okay, I mean, I go, Dom, go ahead, because I have, I have thoughts about this. No, I mean, she just gave, she gave like an uplifting kind of let's all stick together as humans, and and it was like (laughs) one of those just general uplifting speeches. I don't know if we can play it. I'm sure it's public. It's um, uh, it's public. It was her version of of, uh, Imagine. Well, it's it's as unimpressive. It's it's her basic like unimpressive. Do you want to put your mask on? Oh yeah, it's her basic like unimpressive self. But uh, it kind of felt like she was giving like a pre-speech because there could potentially be uh, bad news with the prime minister. Oh right. But I like it got me thinking like First of all, they're like, this is so rare for the queen to address her people. Like, that's why it's, like, so important. And then I was like, they made a whole, Uh, they basically made a whole movie about the fact that she, like, left her house to bring flowers to her daughter-in-law, her daughter-in-law's memorial. Like, basically, this is the laziest, like, public servant, like, ever. Yeah, what does she do? She nothing. She's just a symbol. She's just a symbol. Yeah, right, Like, could you imagine, like... What a pile of shit she stepped into. Like, she literally lives in a castle. Doesn't she do... might have not even known that this was going on until, like, two days ago. Also, by the way, she doesn't even address her people when her son gets it. Like, it's... She's oh, yeah. Wait. Prince Charles has it. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny how it would be darker for Boris Johnson to die than, like, Prince Charles. Well, yeah, because he's useless, too. Because he's useless, too. Yeah, yeah, right. But if the prime minister dies, then everything falls into chaos. And right. we look to... The queen for like all this support, like I mean, give. I, I mean, I'm sure there's that. probably a lot of British people. I mean, look, you never want someone to die, but like, deep people are so take politics so fucking seriously. Yeah, that if he died, they'd be like, 
oh, that, that one bloke that I really wanted, and now he's going to move in. Right. And he'll be much better for the country. Well, no one wants this guy that's going to replace Boris Johnson. <laughs> Boris Johnson is all for, like, the Brexit. Yeah, and this guy that's, that would replace him is a real just, like, oh, got like it, stiff okay. dick. But it, it got me thinking, like, then the other movie they make about the royal family, about her husband, is about how this guy, he's the king, and he can't even fucking talk. Like what? This royal yeah, where's family. Where's her husband? Like, yeah, um, yeah, it's I, so stupid. It does seem stupid. <laughs> they're the, they're like the most useless like public figures ever. Which is basically what our president, presidential <laughs> family is. But they're the pre- they're actually in power. Yeah, but and you can't shut that guy. Up. No, like, you can't. Th- that that would be like the King speech, the Trump version. If you actually got him to skip a press briefing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. He's not helping himself on this daily press briefing, is he? I don't think. Actually, well, no, he, is. he is with his followers, with his, with his, with his, his base. But yeah. and he's basically showing he's doing what Trump. He's he's Trump being Trump. He's just he's lashing out at reporters. His base loves that. No, love and it. it's any That's- chance like there's not one. The, the only Democrat that has any kind of fighting shot is Cuomo right now, and he says he doesn't want to run for president. Biden's basically like. He's like incapacitated. I mean, this yeah, guy, yeah. he can't even form a sentence. He's like the guy in the wheelchair in Breaking Bad. <laughs> we should just get him a bell. That's <laughs> because he can't talk. Yeah, you know what? My my feeling, it wasn't even a feeling of dread. It was just a feeling of, because I love being a homebody and I love mm. working from home. But I do miss, I, I uh, the thing that like makes me like chill out is that you know you have the option of doing something like right. bowling or like going out with a girl or like going out with your friends or dinner. The fact that everything is closed, just kind of like finally like sunk in. It's like, wow, everything is closed. Yeah. It's just, I was like, fuck, this sucks. Oh, yeah. Like, this sucks. Oh, yeah, you're not liking it? See, I'm, I'm No, 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 it. but now, but I, it was just like a 10-minute thing. Like, yeah. I think like last, maybe Thursday, I was like, wow, like, I've lost the option of being able to go do anything. Because the first two weeks of quarantine, I was loving it. Right. I was like, oh, this is great. Because like, it's exciting. It yeah. kind of feels like you're in, like, the, the there's, like, you're in a bomb shelter kind of. Totally, you know? yeah. It's like your war. But no, it was, it was literally, and I've gotten, I've gotten past it. It was literally just, like, a, a quick thing of, like, fuck, I've completely lost the op. It was, like, a restless feeling. Yeah. Have you been kind of enjoying the vanilla sky of it all, Dom? Like, do you do, like, runs on Venice Beach and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I have been, where, where we live, it's, you know, kind of, like, close enough to the marina, so we do... I mean, it's kind of packed in a weird way. There's so many people out jogging and riding their bikes. And what, I mean, we have, uh, you know, my, my kid's got a little balance bike. And so we'll take little bike rides around. And it's fun. And we see other little kids. And um, it's, 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 like, really pleasant out right now. And it's spring. And it's just rain. So it's, like, it's got this cool vibe. The flowers are blooming. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like the end of the, end of the world. No, uh, where I, we are. No, well, that's yeah. just yeah. Like, I mean, that's California, though. Yeah, it, it could literally be like if this was, say, it was like airborne, and yeah. like you couldn't leave. I still, it's, it would still look beautiful outside. Well, just it's, well, getting back to yeah. the to how this is helping the pollution situation. Mm. I mean, I rode over here on the Vespa, and I like I couldn't believe I could see the uh, the silo at Paramount, like, mm. and it was like the the sky is a blue that it's never been in. It's kind of like sort of what it's like to be out in Palm Springs after you've been in, in L.A. Oh, yeah. And, and with the rain we had. So here's a little um, fun tip for all the L.A. listeners. Um, basically, there's no cars on the road. That's there's great. no cars on the freeway. I took my, I took my whip on from 10 from uh, down to the PCH 
up Malibu Canyon, down 101, back home. That loop, like five it's, it's, dude, it's like having Le Mans all to yourself. <laughs> I was, I whipped 90, I was, I was doing 95 on the, on the freeways. And then I was able to, I was gunning it on PCH all the way. You can, you can, you can rip it. Uh, you can open it up on Malibu Canyon. I've been jaywalking like a motherfucker. Yeah. So <laughs> I, mean, I would so. strongly recommend doing what you're not supposed to do <laughs> yeah, right. and, and take advantage of this time that you're not supposed to be driving. <laughs> you just use an auto to, to be just insanely like, reckless. Right. Right. <laughs> but that, that loop is like having your own private racetrack. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. That I, is a good I loop. Love- yeah, get like for me jumping in the car right now is kind of like the the only time I can have a little break from like kid kid world for mm-hmm. like twenty minutes or something. So, hey, I, I love driving anyway, but this is like, the best time to be driving. Mm-hmm. It's so fun in LA. But on on that note, like I, I don't know about you guys, but you met you mentioned jaywalking, but I've sort of been you know on like the no red on this light, no right turn on this red arrow kind mm, of thing. Yeah. I'm fucking going. Oh yeah. I'm running all kinds of red lights. I'm, I'm sort of like, uh, I've, I've just thrown the rule book out the window because nobody's coming. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's safe. I'm not going to sit there. Like, you know, Ted Kaczynski had it right when he said, don't wait at the red light. Right. Yeah. Ooh. I, think I knew, I, think I knew what he was talking about. Shout out to the Unabomber. Yeah. yeah shout out. He's a, he's a listener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I, but just, I, I'm a little, maybe I'm just like a little, cause I, I, I'm pretty like read up on the Unabomber, but what did he mean by that again? It's just that you're the, the likelihood of getting, I mean, I run uh, red lights in my, when I'm on the motorcycle. He, but. Like his, his manifesto, I think one of the core sort of philosophies was let's not let technology run our lives. Oh, right. To technology. Yeah. And so he had this whole thing about, like waiting at like there's a light that's just the color red that is essentially telling you a human being to not go anywhere. Right. And it was, it was this whole like philosophical point uh. about being controlled by technology. And you're kind of going like, yeah, if I'm on like an un- open country road and there's a red light, like, Fuck you, red light. I'm yeah, going, right. baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I I run them. At, I mean, I don't run them, but I stop. And if there's no cars coming, I I, I go. Yeah, especially if it's Coffee like late, late at night. Yeah, and but um, I jaywalked across Melrose yesterday because there was nobody coming, and because uh, I don't want to have to be outside any longer than I need. Like I want to get her out and then come back. Yeah, but there was a cop yeah. like two blocks down. I was like, oh shit, and I figured he was gonna pull <laughs> me over, and he just zoomed right past me. Wait, but you're on foot. I'm on foot. I mean, I has I've never I've always felt like jaywalking. I mean, in Manhattan, I know it can happen, but I always felt like it was more of a myth. Like a cop. I've I, never been. I've yeah, never ever like, seen anybody. Could you imagine if a cop right now with everything that's going on yeah. actually stops like, really? for jaywalking? I have to pay this ticket. Yeah. So no, but I thought I, he was like there were no cars on the street. But when I turned and looked to the right, I saw one of those cop SUVs. I'm like, oh, here we go. Damn it! Finally, mm-hmm. I'm going to get caught. And yeah. now he just zoomed right by. Yeah, but um. I, thought, I might just go rob a bank too. I no, <laughs> all all things are on the table. I mean, because they're really the the things that aren't supposed to be getting out that uh, that I've heard is like only they're only doing arrests for. I mean, they're letting people out of jail. Like there's there's so literally overnight my neighborhood turned into uh, like Soho in the '80s. There's graffiti everywhere. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> you know, it's like I think it's, it's there. Crazy. There are so many silver linings with this thing. Oh well, it's the, ridiculous. Yeah. That's which is what's fun and stimulating about it, yeah. uh, as much as as frustrating as it is. Yeah, the 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 cloud being yeah. massive amounts of of death. Well, yeah, that's the <laughs> that's the one. But like, there's other silver linings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can still have the silver lining. <laughs> yeah. No jaywalking. Yeah, right on reds. Mm-hmm. So, are you guys 
Um, I know you guys are a couple of Koreatown aficionados. Are you still hanging out at those? Last time we talked, we talked about you guys had been hanging out at this. See, it might have been a bar, but it also might have been... Human trafficking um, operation? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah it is. It is. Yeah, for, spoiler alert, <laughs> it is. Yeah, we found that. That is basically like our cheers. It's the best. <laughs> and, yeah. and we had a final dinner with a friend uh, at a Korean barbecue and then went there. And it was the night before... Uh, like everything got went. It was like that. I don't know what the announcement was. It was like, it was the day that Trump was like, yeah, we're in this till May and June. And, and the lockdown started to, to get yeah, dropped down. That, but yeah. we had that final night and it was like, I felt like we were like Hemingway and, and Fitzgerald before, like <laughs> before the war, like having their like final uh, pernos before like the bombs start falling. Like, and, no, and everything sure. was kind of eerily quiet. The yeah, guy, there weren't a lot of people. The out, guy yeah. at the barbecue spot was giving us all these this free apps for like props for coming out. Yep. And there was like hand sanitizer at the Everywhere. at the whorehouse we go hang out at. <laughs> it, it is our cheers, except they don't understand our name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't you want to go where nobody can pronounce your name? <laughs> yeah. But you could probably sing the cheers. Uh, I was singing Stevie uh, Wonder on karaoke. Uh, yeah, I've been watching Cheers a lot, and every time the theme song comes on, I sing along to it because it's the the goat. Yeah, it's the absolute goat theme song. Um, but Dom, yeah. so just for the listeners, your podcast. You know, you can probably explain it a little bit better than I can. But I, I think I'm kind of interested to kind of get into some theories that you're probably okay. going to know a little bit better than I am. But uh, do yeah, you wanna, so, do, so, anyways, just go to ahead. Remind everybody, our our podcast is called Did You Read It, and we pick um, you know Reddit. It, claims to be the front page of the internet and it is and so every episode we pick a subreddit we kind of try to you know extract what uh what's going on culturally within this subreddit Mm -hmm. that's kind of that's our show but through that we've encountered all kinds of weird stuff And, and one of the you know most popular subreddits is conspiracy um which is it's a weird place to hang out because you get some like alex jonesy shit going on there and it's not necessarily like productive or proactive, but um, there's also some interesting, entertaining tidbits on there, especially like when the Epstein stuff was going on, it was less like it was popping off. Mm-hmm. Um, let's not forget about Epstein. During the well, oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at all the things. I mean, this is why I'm pretty sure we're, we are part of like a, a, not a simulation, but some kind of a construct. Like, isn't it crazy that all those things got checked off before this happened? <laughs> Like Epstein, Weinstein, all yeah. those issues that needed to be addressed, like uh, gender equality and, uh, you know, all these different things. And like now we have the coronavirus mm. and seldom little is getting wiped away in this storm. It's almost like everything was already kind of uh, kind of wiped away. And it's like now this is the, kind of the final uh, cycle in the car wash of life. Before well, of we, everyone coming together. Before we go into this the new, phase. to the next phase yeah. of like life, a lot of people call the new earth. Um, but uh, it did feel like it did feel like things were really about to structurally fall apart. Yeah, and in a weird way, everyone was like, you know, we we almost need a World War Three to bring everybody together. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. After after we kill six hundred thousand people. Um, yeah, but but like you know, this is that war on on obviously like everybody can get. Can unite against the flu. Yeah, it's kind of the one thing. Um, it's it's the alien invasion we all kind of knew we needed. A hundred percent. And I, 
part of me believes this is these are aliens. I, that, well, we've we've that's <laughs> let's just theory. go to theory corner. That's you want theory, to just go? Yeah, yeah, I mean that's been theory corner for a couple weeks now. So yeah, I'd be interested to hear your thing but like you know by the way this does happen and these cycles do happen and like the renaissance came after the plague and all these things it's like you a lot of amazing rock songs came out of the vietnam war it's like mm. you don't just get utopia <laughs> you, you need yeah, you something needs to create utopia and it usually comes out of these these dark times mm. that get people to remember what's important and, right. and blah 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 but yeah we've in theory corner we've examined the alien um theory so i'd be interested to hear what you have to say about that I, th- I I love the idea of aliens are here in the form of coronavirus and who like just because we thought aliens were going to be the grave, mm-hmm. uh, like that was almost too easy, right? Like the fact that they could be these little bacteria yeah. invading us and like kicking ass um, is a way more exciting theory. I don't know. Well, but, uh, you know, by, but but by the way, it lines up, and also look at them. Look at the coronavirus. It's a fucking alien. <laughs> but here's so here's the thing. So I get I get into I mean I go I go down rabbit holes. Like I go down rabbit holes. Rabbits don't go down. <laughs> and a lot of the uh, a lot of the people that I like sort of follow that like channel like alien intelligence and stuff like that. Like that these these sort of peaceful alien uh, cultures like the Pleiadians say that they're going to be ushering uh, hum- humanity into this new dawn and it's like well it's not like they're just gonna like send us this like ball of light or they're gonna just like come down and be like hey guys it's time we're here yeah that'll be a war this is literally there they point their finger down the virus comes down and Mm -hmm. it like this is that actually happening that that sort of ushers in this renaissance which i think could sort of like a new era of like kindness and compassion Mm -hmm. you know that kind of thing so i'm fully on board that Maybe it takes a hundred years because every hundred years this kind of thing happens. Maybe it takes a hundred years for this virus to fly here on the wings of a bat mm-hmm. from wherever those other aliens live. You know? well, well, by Maybe the way, they're... and this this will bring us into theory corner because all of these things, and I, I've now I keep up with the science on this every day. Is like they've pretty much ruled out bioweapon. So they're saying, well, the most likely thing is that it came from a bat into a person, into the Wuhan fish market, or it came into the Palagon, that little armadillo thing. People Mm. are just blaming the Wuhan fish market because it's the obvious thing. But there's no conclusive proof or evidence of any of these things. These are all just like science, because science scientists, I'm sorry, uh, you know, uh, scientists are some of the biggest dumbasses on the planet because scientists don't listen to what we just talked about, about Mm. an alien intelligence ushering in a new era because that sounds fucking crazy so they have to make it all has to make sense it all has to add up on paper guess what that's not how fucking life works idiot yeah no it's true have you heard about these like virus detectives yeah yeah there was yeah. on the first story on cnn for like four hours yesterday but they're like ghost hunters they're just like <laughs> yeah, right, they're, yeah. they're a bunch of idiots by the way that might be a great new reality show when this is all over is like <laughs> virus detectives yeah but also it's like okay so maybe it did start in the Wu. and by the way you sent a video of the wuhan fish market these these wet markets whether they started coronavirus or not they need to fucking go see that's where i'm leaning yeah, i'm it, leaning it, it's wet that, market but by the way just one video there's like a hundred of those videos on youtube that's a whole nother that's a that's a sticky rabbit hole 
yeah you know to enjoy on your own time but man there's some crazy shit in there so i i think it's part of our karma i think because if you look at like like, let's talk about a wet market you go in it's dogs in cages getting Mm. sold for food or whatever fighting or whatever live pythons in these like all stacked on bats you have and then like sliced open like goats like a dude will just roll in with a dead pig on the back of his fucking suzuki (laughs) like it's fucking i mean it's like kind of a it's kind of a bit it's it's a big flex but well i i mean i think it came from the wuhan fish market from a bad because think about swine flu bird flu Bad yeah. cow disease. All of these usually come from fucking dirty animals. However, I think if the aliens sent the virus down, <laughs> it would have to circulate. It had, the circulation has to start somewhere. Yeah. But see, I kind of think like it was circulating everywhere a lot sooner than people thought I'm sure it was, it was yeah. Just Which is why there's so many people in the world that yeah. have it. But if you look there are, at... There are, there are clips in those videos with guys like... You know how when you were a kid and you had to take out the garbage and there was too much garbage and your mom was like... Jump on the garbage can, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah, that was a good move. Yeah. You'd, you'd squish it down, and it was kind of fun. Like, there are guys doing this with, like, uh, animal parts in these buckets with bare feet, and they're squishing these, like, uh, animal parts. Yeah. Like, to, to get, like, a bigger basket of, like, guts or whatever the hell. And then they, they're not wearing – they're wearing flip-flops. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> right, if it's right. going to go down, and I'm, like, a betting alien, you know, they're betting on this shit. They're like, okay, I'm going to put, like, a little coronavirus – um, out here in this jungle, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dash a little bit in this jungle, and I'm gonna see which one catches on first. And that feels like a really good place for people to. Well, sleep. think about it. Like, whose karma needs to get leveled out f- faster? We don't have wet markets, okay? Mm. Like, and and by the way, these wet markets, like, I don't know if you've seen like families live at them. Oh. God. Like it is so. No, they like, look like the market. Now you know where they got that dinner at Temple of Doom. Yeah. First night. Also, <laughs> look, know, like I, 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 I got no. I got. I don't. I got no beef with China. Like I, you know, I know that's just a different culture that does things differently. But like, I'm sorry when I saw that wet market. It makes sense that that's where the aliens would put the virus first because their karma needs to get their karma needs to get sorted out. Stat. Yeah, like the aliens definitely have like a homeland map up mm-hmm. on their wall with like mm-hmm. pins in it. It's yeah. like oh, we're gonna focus on this spot. Yeah, <laughs> that's our that's our hot spot right there. Yeah, notice Callie's Callie's kind of riding it like a <laughs> like a like a like a two like a three foot fucking slow building wave at Topanga. Right to left. <laughs> It's a left where like New York's a fucking New York and fucking uh, New Orleans are kind of like cesspools of, mm-hmm. of of sin. Yeah, you know. Well, so is LA, but like it's yeah, but it's a little, a little bit more sp- yeah. spaced out and like I don't know. Yeah, I do I, feel like the veg- the vegetarians are, are the real winners in a lot of this. So well, we're gonna come out of this going like, see guys, we told you so. That'd be Here's nice. The thing yeah. because. Uh, if we're talking about this theory of of what is so fucked up about humanity, a big part of it is how we treat animals. Mm. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Harmony on planet Earth involves how we relate to animals. I'm we, sure. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix was uh, actually, yeah. he was about, I thought, I envisioned, he, he got cockblocked so hard by coronavirus because I thought he was going to uh, ride, he was, he, was, was, yeah. he was about to ride into the sunset with speciesism. Yeah, he was plowing right yeah. ahead. But this might have been a bigger part of that plan. And you I'm, can make an argument that he's from another galaxy. <laughs> so, like, he could be the guy that implanted it mm-hmm. somewhere. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, yeah. No, that's possible. 
Yeah, I can see that. Wait, did Seattle have an, their fish market? I mean, I know they don't have the Wuhan market, but they, like that's not a wet market. No, but that's like, just was a, is there a reason? Like, because do they get products from? You know what? You might be right. Do they get like fish? I mean, they probably yeah. get all their fish from the Pacific Northwest, but do they ever get shipments from that part of the world? They do have a big. Maybe. They are famous for having a big fish market. I think that that the the aliens do not like. Fish they don't markets. like fish markets. Yeah. No. Yeah. They probably see farmers markets. They're like, that's not what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, the Oh man, it, it does it does feel like it lines up. Like if I'm a scientist, I'm I'm going I mean, the fact that we're decimating every animal population on the planet and mm-hmm. then this comes out of eating animals just feels like nature feels right. balancing out the humans, right? Yeah. Cause look at what it's doing for the environment, also all the uh, emissions. And, you know, L.A. needed that healing really badly. And, mm. and, and healing doesn't care about the numbers and the casualties. No. It's just like a necessary. And also, I mean, like, that's... look, you know, it, it, I always hate the thing. It's, oh, it just kills old people. Like, that's so fucking demented that people are like, oh, well, that makes it okay. I know that. But from the, from the uh, Pleiadian or whatever alien species is, is saving us, they don't, they, they're, they're kind of like, okay, they are kind of considering that. They're like, we're not going to take out everybody. This is just to slow things down, mm-hmm. get people to, to kind of change their ways. But, I mean, I think, I think pollution and animal cruelty, maybe in consumption, is, is, is what scares these other planets. Because when we destroy our planet, we're also destroying the, the atmosphere around mm. it, which mm. then in turn affects the entire universe. Yeah. This is like a slap yeah. on the wrist. Yeah. Yeah, we're like, um, we're, we're some kind of like rare, you know, we're like the honeybees potentially of the solar system and we don't even know it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, guys, like you can't destroy your planet because you're a bigger part of a larger thing. Mm-hmm. And we don't even, we can't even begin to realize the ecosystem of our honey, honeybee yeah. situation. But, um, one of my, one of my favorite things is talking about aliens as if they're like up at like a teacher's lounge <laughs> like on a planet just being like so what do you think about like what should we do about this <laughs> Yeah well let's send our little let's send some coronavirus down there to, to uh, but no they're literally they're sharing like they're they're sharing YouTube clips of the Wuhan fish market <laughs> yeah, right, 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 They're like dude look at what they're doing down there look at this yeah, because totally. all all living beings are supposed to be you know, treated equally. Like, like if you have a farm and like you have donkeys carrying things, I think donkeys are happy to do some work as long as they're treated humanely. True. And I think you know, farming. If we can benefit from from um, from animal uh, from animal protein, whatever. Like, I think animals are happy to to give themselves as long as they're treated humanely. We have these fucking things stacked like in in like the most demented like animal flop houses yeah. just be born into torture mm-hmm. so we can have fast food i mean the the aliens in the teachers lounge are like and then look at this <laughs> look at <laughs> right, this yeah, like, right. you know what just send a coronavirus down there this thing this whole thing needs to get reset dom are you at a fish Did market you? right now <laughs> <laughs> no it's going to say you could make the same comparison to you know human workers who are essentially now born into you know slaughterhouse jobs mm-hmm. so maybe the revolution is also going to come with sort of the balancing of um, workers and, and sort of some kind of a live work balance I don't know 
Well, the other thing is like celebrities got shamed pretty quickly out of this from yeah. their like, like harder you know, than Gal Gadot. And our, our grocery store and frontline workers are the real rock stars right mm. now. And that's kind of the way it's not that because I think that the that the, the the universe and you know our consciousness, it loves art, it loves creativity, it fucking loves create people that are creative mm. and it loves people that push the boundaries of what's possible in reality, but, but not to the point that they become more important than the people that are actually like helping sick people yeah. or, or just as simple as delivering the food. things, the food that you yeah. order, the things that you have. Yeah. And yet they get looked down on as like these simple people. I think that we're kind of going to see like sort of a, a leveling an equalization of just how everybody's important. You know, I actually do feel bad for teachers because kids are so checked out of school anyway. Now they're on Zooms. Mm-hmm. They're even more checked out. Yeah. I, I kind of do feel bad for teachers a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, they... Because they don't get the respect that they deserve. But it's a thankless job, but they are they are heroes and they're... No, know, for sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm just sure it's really hard because it's like, God, now I got to like... These kids got to pay attention on a Zoom. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if they're like f- fucking talking about their off. own. Yeah, no, that's the thing. It's but like because like, you're in a Zoom, you can literally be taking a video of you jerking off and send it to your buddy, and he can look at your face trying not to make a jerk off face while he's jerking off in the classroom. Meanwhile, Zoom. like Mr. Callahan's trying to like fucking teach you about whatever. And yeah, I'm sure it's. Uh, yeah. But I mean, that's just kids being kids. No, it is. Yeah, no, it, it certainly is. <laughs> uh, it definitely is. Um. You know, uh, here's the fucking thing that cracks me up about L.A. Because, you know, L.A. is just all about the gram. And uh, (laughs) and like the once the face diaper, there was the face diaper mandate on that you're having and everybody's making their own. And they're kind of like I'm noticing like the my friends like and you just look up like Silver Lake or Echo Park and like they have all got like the cool stylish face diapers now. But um, uh, Silver Lake is really trying to make that, like, 8 p.m. honk for emergency worker Ugh. thing happen. But, like, first of all, we don't have the cases. That, like, literally in Los Angeles, doctors and emergency workers, they're just doing their job because, yeah. like, it's not the, the it's hospitals not aren't overflowed. Like, right. there aren't bodies in the streets like there are in Elmwood mm-hmm. Hospital and stuff like that. But, the, like, and you see it, it's in all the stories. It's like, yeah, right, right. oh, my God, this moves me so much. But, like, they're not really, there's no, like, emergency workers. They're really, they're, it's literally just, like, supporting Father John Misty. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, like, right. it's not. Yeah, totally. It, it's so, it felt so fake to me when I see this. Yeah, I mean, it's, all the cases are so spread out here. They're all, there's a bunch in Orange County, out in We've Riverside. We've got it under like, control. Like, kind of, like, this, the hospital house in Larchmont is, like, quiet as fuck. Totally. Uh, uh, no, I went, also, yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say three months ago in, in Silver Lake in March, in uh, Silver Lake, people were sticking, you know, jade eggs up their pussy to try to solve every health ailment. And now people are running to doctors going like, you guys are heroes. And I'm like, where the fuck were you? Uh, you know, when your, when your goop documentary came out, and you <laughs> crystal, crystals were going to heal everything. And and uh, you're seeing people like really turn to science now. Going like, oh yeah, I, w- I was always with the doctor. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like those guys were always pretty cool. Well, like when, something yeah, tells me crystal sales are way down. The anti-vaxxer fucking. Um, thing I mean, is like, oh, I know about yeah. that egg, that like vagina. I, I've, mm-hmm. I know about that. And I was when I heard about it, I'm like, no. Come uh, on, like, well, they call it like that. All that goop shit, white silliness. And, Literally, um, goop yeah. could tell you to kill yourself because <laughs> it'll cleanse silliness. your spirit, and then people would just do it. Yeah, white silliness. So the but the one thing that I think is the star of the show, and I think that 
that will be proven is not the anti-vaxxers or the crystals or, or the, all the manifestors or well, there might be a little something to that is more of like vegan, uh, healthy eating because that, that does that it's the animal cruelty, the whole animal consumption thing. That's a big reason why the aliens sent us the virus. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They're like, why has it got to be like this? Yeah. Why you got to be so rude? Yeah. What, uh, Dom, you got any, um, I think I had it bros. You know, these, <laughs> yeah, these, right, yeah. These, you know what? I think I had it, bro. Yeah, yeah. You got any of those? Oh, sorry. How does it go? So it's like these bros. They're like, they're like, you know, I, I think I had it. I think I had it like three weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. I just had this conversation with five people, like probably over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, a, a lot of people who have had a cold. In the last three months, I assume they, they are asymptomatic, um, which is almost like this badge of courage you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You're totally. Like, yeah. My body, it's kind of a cut above most people's bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get AIDS or coronavirus, right. which is why. <laughs> so there's some of that going around, which is interesting. Meanwhile, who knows? Like, uh, it's really hard to tell. I, I would really love to have a test. Yeah, I'd love to have it. I would love to have it. Sean Penn got it set up in Malibu, the drive-thru test. Oh, does he? Yeah, I think you have to have a driver's license that proves you're a Malibu resident. But it's like, gee, thanks, Sean Penn. And by the way, that's not really on brand for him because he's usually down in like New Orleans or Haiti. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe it's like, you know what, maybe I'll I'll do one for the home team here. Yeah, but him going to New Orleans, it's just it's too dangerous. Like, because he's going down to Katrina, that's a little different because like... As bad as it was, there wasn't a fucking virus around where you could potentially get sick and die. Mm-hmm. That was just him in water filling up bags of sand, and it was a little less threatening, I think. Yeah. Also, by the way, um, I know Sean Penn can kind of come off as like a, a douchebag or a weirdo, but like, shout out to him because while everyone was making fun of him for being down in Katrina with cameras, he was showing people what you could yeah, do. Yeah, no, when it was nobody great. was doing anything. Yeah, totally. And he set up uh, all kinds of um, relief tents down in. And Port au Prince, whether it's done for ego, it doesn't matter. That's what a lot of times, like your ego is there for mm. to make you feel good about like doing something. No, that good. was great that he was doing that because like, literally there was uh, there was nothing to do and but do what he was doing. I mean, yeah. that was it. But it's like, well, while people are sitting around ripping on Sean Penn, whatever his intentions are, he's actually up doing. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to get it. I still want to respect the whole like saving a test for someone who really needs it. Yeah, like I still want to kind of respect that because again, I don't think I have it, mm-hmm. but. Uh, knock on wood, but like, I'd rather get the test when when the news comes out. And be like, if you want to go get it, you can go get it. Yeah, because I would just lo- it would just like I'd love to know that I don't have it and continue my social distancing. Yeah, in just a more like relaxed. Not that I'm not relaxed, but right. it'd just be nice to know because yeah. there is the asymptomatic thing. By the way, Garcetti though announced like the there is a website you can set up for a test now. Like it's gonna be like, do you have symptoms? And they'll like they organize a location. Oh, for got you it. To- for you to do it. Um, but the what? asymptomatic, there's really no sign. There's no, like, sniffle. It's literally, like, the whole asymptomatic thing feels hard to believe. I don't no, know. You're fucked when you have trouble breathing. Yeah, yeah, right. And that doesn't mean a little shortness of breath. No, it you means can't, like, I can't breathe. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but um, it's, uh, I, I, uh, I... It's d- one of the things I respect most about this disease, like, just to just to play devil's advocate, like, and be pro coronavirus here for a second. I know it's a it's a hot take, <laughs> but um, uh, 
I'm not I'm not pro destroying our, our society. <laughs> I did bring up Ted Kaczynski though. So, so but but this this virus is like extremely sneaky and kind of kind of amazing how it can lay dormant in somebody, not make you sick, then you can just like walk around with it, continue to spread it. And then it goes in some people and kills some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not everybody. No, it knows like, what it's doing. That's yeah, it's why. sneaky. I mean, it, it's a it smart. Knows, it's yeah. a smart it's virus. Like, oh, it's like so clever, and you kind of go like, "Wow, this is kind of a genius little thing that is like invisible and is just taking down a whole planet." You kind of got to be like, "Dude, I mean, tip of the hat to you, man." No, you know, it's, it's like, kind of like, like "Fuck you," but but I'm impressed. I'm, I'm starting to wonder if the coronavirus is directed by Christopher Nolan. Yeah. It's like a really clever. <laughs> but I so I've come up, I'm sure you guys have come up with some cool movie ideas from this. It, uh, it, which um, I'd love to hear. Yeah, well, I would. I would. Uh, yeah, well, I I think that they're they're totally. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see who can make it work in a. I haven't like even really movie. thought about it, only because I think everyone else is thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So there was a day where I was kind of like, "What could that be?" But then it's like, I I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm sure Catherine Bigelow's <laughs> got something cooking. It, it's going to be I mean, more. It's going to be more like the detectives, like trying to figure out what this mysterious thing is, and then the end of the movie yeah, is going like to be it really it getting released, sort of. But like, I wanted to do a, a, a found footage at a nursing home in New Orleans, but like that's just morbid. <laughs> <laughs> and because it's called Lambeth House, the nursing uh, home that got hit really hard, and like that'd be a great name for a horror movie, Lambeth. Yeah, it House. would be. Yeah, um, but I'm just I'm not ready to I'm not ready to cash in on this tragedy just yet. Yeah, just yet. Right, just, yeah, no, give it a give, year. Give me give me a year, and I'll I, be like on the front lines. With I gotta the, say, with the I, I think there's there's some hope with this um, the pl- plasma. Oh yeah, I think the plasma might actually work. You're not on board Trump's malaria drug. No, and and Fauci isn't <laughs> he either. Fucking loves that and, thing. And fucking Laura Ingram yeah, last night was going it. after Fauci because Fauci's like, look, we don't know yet, so can we just like chill? And Laura Ingram's like, how could he? How could Anthony Fauci say that to this other doctor? It's like. Because you don't know. Yeah. You can't just be throwing drugs around to fucking people. Well, you know, that's what Trump Trump is like. What do we have to lose? And like Sanjay Gupta, M- more is like, lives, more lives. Yeah. I mean, com- like the plasma is the is the best lead I've heard yet. Yeah. Um, Kushner is a big a big shareholder in chloroquine. Or yeah, I know <laughs> yeah, that's right, totally yeah. that's totally what it is. There's definitely some kind of hidden agenda. It's like their Enron. Like, yeah, yeah, probably. They, they you probably. know, because you know, Trump has some kind of backdoor hand in big pharma. I'm sure he does. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, he just sees dollar signs with all this shit. I mean, it'd be great if it worked, but I just think I, Fauci's the only fucking realist up there. Yeah. No, I mean, tr- Trump's out of his mind, but it, it is becoming like a reality show. And, and Trump knows that and loves it. Well, it would also be different if this was like 2017 or mm-hmm. 2018 when it wasn't an election year. Mm-hmm. He might holster it a little bit, maybe a little bit. Right. He's, but, he's but kind time, of got it. The timing is insane of all of this. So it's great. the horrible timing. But yeah, it is great. I mean, it's great television. Yeah, well, <laughs> You have to understand this is Trump being Trump, whether he's doing good or doing bad, all he's doing, it's all for ratings. So whatever boosts his chances of getting reelected, because when he got into the uh, when he got elected, his whole thing with his uh, chief of staff and everybody was like, we're going to think about every day 
Like it's an episode of a reality show. Yeah, and all these people. Like how many people? No one has ever had a presidential term where that many people have gotten fired. It's well, that never happens. He, well, he he made good on what he said it was going to be. Yeah, like you're fired. Which it's is like always the, the thing. It's like which was always like reality the, show. Yeah, you know, which was always like the dark daydream about if he ever became president. It's like God. I bet he would like run it like The Apprentice. It's like, well, sure enough, he's he's kind of living up yeah, to that. yeah. And I mean, I I I. Uh, I mean, it, it, the way he goes, he goes after reporters, but it's like, man, look at what reporters do to people. Like it, in some ways I, I kind of like, I kind of commend him for it because well, we were talking about that last week. It's like who watches the watchman, you know what I mean? Like mm. who it's like, let he, he fucking gives it right, right back to them. Cause he knows what they're going to write. No, it's he too, it's trash fighting trash. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's kind of been entertaining. It's, um, because they're thinking of their ratings, mm-hmm. and yeah, they're they're essentially clickbaiting him, and he's clickbaiting yeah, them right. Totally, there. yeah. It's um, oh, it's all sort of depressing. The news. What's what's your guys' take on the news, just in general, right now? Like, my uh, my wife likes to have the news on. I'm kind of like uh, it. It sort of brings me down. Um, I think it's kind of like it's it just it's just I think it's an added stress. It like ratchets up your anxiety a little bit mm-hmm. i don't know if it's helpful i don't think it is or or not like a little bit sure but like all the time like i'm kind of of the camp of i'm gonna go over here and not pay attention you know what's a, t- a tiny little news life happens. a news uh, a little covid news life hack is watch uh, the local news yeah, they're a little well, bit. Um, they're a little bit less. Uh, well, first of all, spin. it's There's in. It's where spin. it's where you are, so you get the yeah. news of where you're living. Mm-hmm. Uh, second of all, like the L.A. newscasters are just. They're not so like this is the fucking the apocalypse. Well, because it's not in L.A. No, and and so they're just reporting on on what you need to know in your community. Right. It's a, and it's just a little. And you get like the weatherman in there. He's he's mm-hmm. usually pretty jolly. And they're all working from their like living rooms. Yeah. So it's just kind of funny. I'm really impressed with you- C- California government, local and state, in that they basically did what Trump was supposed to do in uh, on January 3rd when he got that <laughs> briefing. Was they saw we had we had the the grateful that we had the luxury of seeing it come closer and mm. we had the luxury of time to prep because the, the state and local governments in California, basically it's one of the reasons why we're not getting the, the scourge as, as Trump calls it is that they acted and they acted, um, with like a lot of responsibility and a lot of like an iron fist mm. early. Mm. So, and you're seeing the benefits of that, but also like New we- York didn't have that luxury. Right. Yeah. But also, like we were talking about last week, so he got that report in January fourth. I, I I still don't think you could have told people to stay. I home don't. I don't either. With no evidence of it either. in the U.S., yeah. that's the, that was that's the you can't short do, shitty you situation. Can't shut down. Look, you you can, but and then by the way, there would have never been any payoff because mm-hmm. it it would have helped and it would have cut those numbers down. But people would have been like, we just shut down the economy for for what? At the end of the day, yeah. it does kind of come down to the numbers. And then like, it's like, well, you could have been prepared with beds. It's like, but how many beds? Because yeah, I don't know how many people are going to no. be affected. It's just like. It's it, one of those things. It's he, a shitty situation. He, he acted, I think, the only time you could have acted. Because yeah. if you start ordering all these ventilators and all these things, and then there's nobody to sleep in them, yeah. guess, guess who it fucking backfires on? Trump. You know what I was, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. you, you know what I was thinking today? Because I, I think California's been doing a really good job with this. I agree. Um, and there's definitely a partisanship going on with politicians and Republicans and Democrats kind of like, 
jawboning each other who didn't do what. And, and I've been, and then, and then you kind of look around like California's homelessness thing, which has been basically this like festering wound for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. And like nobody's really done shit there. And, and then like just recently stuff starting to happen. And I'm like, okay, guys, like, yeah, we're definitely not ready for this pandemic and we could be more prepared. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, in 10 years from now, like our homeless problem could start the next pandemic because there's so many people living on the streets or whatever. So, you know, like what are, what are local politicians doing now for the next thing? I'm not sure. Like Mm -hmm. this thing happened in everyone's face and you kind of, you couldn't not react, but what's, what are our preparations for like earthquakes for homeless people for water? Like what are they doing for the next big disaster? That's, 10 years, 20 years out, which is going to happen. Yeah, what, what's our, what's the next levy that's going to fail? I'd say that they're, I'd say we're more, I mean, I don't want to, I don't know, but I'd say California's pretty prepared for an earthquake. Like, they've, they've made well, improvements. Probably. They've made yeah. improvements to, like, buildings. Mm-hmm. And, like, the building oh, codes are pretty up to speed. Yeah, yeah, I mean, again, I don't, I don't want to predict that, but, like, I, I, I think they're at least, that's something that you constantly have to be thinking about living in California. Yeah. You're not constantly thinking about the fucking coronavirus. Yeah. So, and, what, and what that even and, and is. And by the way, we've gotten, like, uh, there hasn't been, like, a lot of incel attacks or any kind of terror. Uh, there hasn't been a lot on top of this, which has been, you know, now, listen, it's, I'm calling it way too soon, so I'm not even going to call it. But um, my paranoia has been, so I've got a guy on my floor in my building who, like, he kind of, he's, he's, he's a perfectly nice guy, but it's like, he, he was, I'm like, I kind of wanted to be like, bro, this isn't a men's shelter. Like, I don't need to interact with you every time I run into <laughs> you in the hallway, you know? And, um, and so I walked past his um, door yesterday and there was a box that was, it was a delivery box. And on the side was of the company that sent it, the product, whatever it was just in bold letters was, it was or not bold letters, just like the print that the company says, like, what is like the, the inventory? It was spray rounds. And I was like, those are fucking bullets, dude. Spray, no, no. spray rounds. So I went and took um, a picture of the side of the box, and then I took a picture of the top of the box with the company that it came from. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, it like started sketching me out even more because here I'm just pulling up the <laughs> oh, picture. Yeah, um, so you got a little spy, spy mission you had to pull Yeah. What he's, what, he, oh. what he's got is smart. Yeah. So he, it was, no, well, that's what it was, um, uh, Theochem. So I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, I'm going to look this up, and it's a bullet company or whatever. And it's like, you know, it's just glass cleaner. <laughs> but, but then I Googled the guy because I never really knew what his name was. And it just pulls up his headshots of all his – and he's like, he's just some L.A. actor, dude, that I was, I was thinking was like, ar- like arming up with, <laughs> yeah, with, with right, guns right. in his <laughs> – And That's it's funny. actually it, – it ties in with – it seems to be every time um, Dom comes on the pod – I profile somebody as a mass shooter. Wait, when did you profile? Oh, at the movie theater. I profile theater. somebody yes, at the movie. The movie theater. <laughs> Dude, I mean, you. <laughs> but so I, I, I had a little like, I had a little like uh, Encyclopedia Brown moment yesterday. Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah. Wow, spray wow, rounds. Yeah. Spray that is rounds, terrifying because that sounds, sounds like, like those bullets. multiple rounds. It sounds like a, for a, for a rapid How big fire was the box, gun. though? I mean, I have pictures of oh, it. It was, a, it, it was like, looked like a box of bullets. Mm hmm. You went back to your, your days of playing Contra, and you're like, I don't know what the spray gun does. 
weapon. Yeah, that scene in Predator. That scene in Predator where he's just shooting down all the trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm picturing. But then I'm like, fuck, because I've been kind of standoffish with this guy. So he's mm. gonna be. Uh, he's gonna. The bullets are gonna come in my dorm. Yeah, first, you're patient zero. I'm, I'm patient zero. You're gonna take me out. And I'm just picturing this guy in like all the stacks. That's what the. He's just some LA actor. Like with some glass cleaner. <laughs> That's the Catherine Bigelow movie. It's going to be called Patient Zero. Yeah. 100%. Totally. It's look, like looking for the first. Because you know Catherine Bigelow is going to want to go into the wet market. For oh, the, yeah. For the thing. That's what but. the movie is going to be. Any other ideas, it's just going to be like, all right. Yeah. I also think people are going to yearn for like, dude, if I go see a fucking movie about coronavirus, I'm not going to see I don't want to like, watch, I just sat through that. Mm-hmm. I lived the horror movie. Yeah. I don't want to go watch that. But, I, but I'm going to close out Theory Corner with, <laughs> um, with saying that they, the Pleiadians or whatever star system we're sink, thinking sent us the virus, what to, to even out uh, Earth's karma and get everything sort of where it needs to be in the, to maintain homeostasis in the solar system. They wanted to shine a spotlight on the wet markets as kind of like the ultimate in sort of, and I don't know how it's affected factory farming or, or anything like that, but I think that they wanted to put a spotlight on that as something that like needs to stop. And, and if you look at that as a place where the virus starts and that's mm. responsible, like, it would be, be a nice little, like, sort of byproduct of this entire thing. It's like, why don't we get rid of those, China? Huh? How about that? Yeah. I don't need, I don't need, to, throw, I don't need to throw a peacock on the grill tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, right. Like, come on, kids. Yeah, I mean. How do you like your peacock, I mean, Bill? Yeah, I just, the only oh. peacock I want to see is the NBC logo. <laughs> <laughs> how do you like your peacock? Yeah, I my, my movie idea is not a movie idea. It's a TV show idea. It's called. It's, it's the new CBS, CBS sitcom, and it's just called Socially Distant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about, there you go. And I don't even know what it's about yet, but uh, we're going to come up with it right now. Yeah. I think it's about a guy who was always, like, too afraid to come out of his shell. Mm-hmm. Um, he was maybe just, like, a super introvert because of, like, something that happened to him when he was in seventh grade. He got bullied a little too hard, and uh, during the coronavirus, finally hit. And then he becomes like this huge YouTube celebrity overnight because he can sing very well or he's got some hidden talent. And um, and so the first part of the show is all about him like getting big on the Internet. But then eventually when the coronavirus dies down, he's got to come out of his shell and go to like the Today Show. Hmm. He's afraid to. And, um, and it just, you know, it just feels like a ripe Right next comedy show. Mm. Yeah, it's like a, a it's like a more of a male driven morning show with the, <laughs> the Corona uh, angle. I like it. It's really you just find really out that well, he becomes like the next Jimmy Kimmel. Just find out like the Dom mysteriously dies and then someone yeah, he, sells that idea. No, you, you we cut it out of the pot and you just read on Deadline <laughs> uh, Murphy Brothers set up uh, Corona Laugher at NBC. <laughs> there will be. Yeah. See, I think it'll be more. T- it'll be something more like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, something like that. So there, there will be guys, something now. You guys can take it. Now, real talk, because this is something that is uh, we're absolutely going to see, and this could potentially be the greatest moment in advertising history. Who brings back Corona beer and how? As a marketing campaign, as, a, as an ad campaign, how Probably whoever, whoever's I mean, tasked for that, but like whatever ad agency gets that gig, and like, hmm. how do you think would be a way to 
to do that? Do they go a comedy route? Do they go like a, Hey, we're sorry. Like it wasn't like, you know, there's going to be one because it's a big brand. Well, Cause some, those, some of those Corona ads are very, very like simple. It's literally just like people at like a uh, cookout mm-hmm. on a lake. Yeah. And, like they put their Corona on the light and it's like illuminates everything. And I'm picturing yeah. like us, a bunch of Corona bottles, like socially distanced, like talking to each other. It's like, <laughs> Hey man, this was <laughs> I, your fault. It wasn't our it. fault. Dude. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah really. You got what any thoughts think, yeah. on that, uh, Dom? Or they just play that it wasn't your fault scene from Good Will Hunting and yeah. the Black Corona. Totally. All, I, I know you don't I work for uh, for BD and J or whatever the fucking... Uh, <laughs> Sterling Cooper. Sterling Cooper. Cooper. <laughs> uh, no, first of all, your question is, is genius. It's like so right on. They're going to have to do something, and it's going to have to be... And everyone's paying attention, right? So mm-hmm. like, it's got to be perfect. It's got to be and perfect. Then, Phil, I think you said, yeah, Corona commercials are, are like, typically pretty simple. Yeah, there's, yeah. And so I think they have to kind of stick with that. I think what it's going to be, honestly, is there's one Corona bottle. Like, all you see is, like, the arm down and someone holding a Corona bottle. And, and then another Corona bottle comes in, and they just cheers, like, obviously within the six-foot limitation. Mm-hmm. They just cheers, and it goes, we're back. Ooh. Like that's it. Ah. It's just like real simple and a cheers. Like we haven't been able to cheers. We're yeah. cheers for for months. That's genius. Interesting. That's genius. So all it is is just a cheers. Really simple and it's just that clinking noise. It's just like clink. Mm-hmm. And it's just like we're back. Something. I don't know. It's I like that. Yeah. I think that that's smart. That is nice. Because yeah. yeah, literally like Corona ads, they always have that one where it's just a, a house on a beach with a palm tree and the palm tree lights up and it says Feliz Navidad Corona. Yeah. It'll be something like that. Very, very just simple. Yeah. Wow, that's uh, good. When they steal it from us, we're suing them. Yeah. Hard. Well, we can, yeah, we can, we can, if we can link any ad person that to, as a Camp Good Boy listener, <laughs> right. we can, uh, right. we can definitely get them. Also, well, you there's know, one thing, oh, go, go there's ahead. definitely the baseball player who really, really would love to hit that first home run mm-hmm. when, when Corona fires oh, lives. Oh, yeah. Like the Mike Piazza after 9 11, he hit mm-hmm. that home run. And it was like the biggest, one of the biggest sports moments in New York history. Yeah. Someone's definitely like, oh man, I'd love to be that first home run hitter. Right. <laughs> Especially in New York because they got hit the hardest. Yeah. Or like the Saints. And also the, the guy who takes the first charge in basketball. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, like the first tennis player that throws their racket oh, as man. a fit. <laughs> <laughs> but the Saints will be a big one. That'll be a big one. Yeah, because New Orleans that again, will. you know. Yep. Um, but yeah, New Orleans kind of getting getting fucking slammed. I mean that that's its nature. That's that's what it, it is. It, the, it's the city that care forgot. That's New Orleans is New Orleans because of it's, it's under like, sea level. Yeah, like, it almost doesn't exist. It's so crazy. Now I have one kind of one final thought, and it was um, it's kind of related but kind of unrelated. Is um, so I was on my um, Le Mans uh, <laughs> ninety-five mile an hour uh, <laughs> course that I've invented now because literally you you now have a city that's like the the real version of like p- your Matchbox fantasies as a kid. Yeah, like you always wanted to drive that way. God, these like the Rav Four I mean, diaries. Dude, this is the thing is I'm I'm taking it ninety-four on a complete loop, ninety-five miles an hour on a complete loop around uh, on a drive that might otherwise take five hours mm-hmm. during the day. Yeah, and I'm and I'm doing in an yeah. hour mm-hmm. um but um so i was listening to am radio on the way because i was listening to the news 
Why the fuck with all the technology that we have in this in this in this world and all mm-hmm. the that we can make a podcast that like you can you can zoom with all your friends and you can Skype you can fucking do all this shit why the fuck can't AM radio get their sound fucking <laughs> straight it still sounds like it's like I'm tuning in some like secret russian channel from the fucking well, also 50s. like 90% of them are static that's what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah. and it's just like what what the fuck why the fuck can't AM get a text back on like the why why can't it sound like FM? What is the fucking? I just think there those problem? AM stations are literally just out of like a tiny office. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere. I, they, I think that's the reason. They just, it's like PBS. Good. They just have like no money. They, yeah, they can't get a better answer. But I mean, but I mean, like, our sound here sounds better than theirs. that's what I don't yeah, understand. Right, right. It's like it's like they have some like crappy antenna. Mm. Just like <laughs> yeah, right. and like I don't get. It's like this different frequency that is like the news. Like, wouldn't they would rather be on like? AM 1050 or whatever the, the, the dope L, uh, news station is, which it is good, but you think like you have all these intelligent people on there. They're like, you're getting all this great news. Like, why can't they get the audio quality up to snuff? Yeah, Although, it's shit. one thing you can count on with AM news radio is like when they come from commercial back into the show, it's usually like a Warren Zevon like, dun 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 You get like a little snippet of like a really like like awesome deep cut from like, <laughs> or it's like, um, like Eric Johnson cliffs of Dover or something. Oh yeah, totally. They, it's so, but AM radio is so well, also bizarre AM radio always has that thing where it's like, and it's uh 59 degrees in Los Angeles and it's like yeah. the static just comes <laughs> and then it kind of goes away. It's like, well, what was that? Just like, surge of static just and, and we don't know what any like we know what howard stern looks like we know what all these like hey, welcome back we got funny man dom russo on the like oh, who yeah. are these am guys and what are these stations like i'm just picturing it yeah. sounds so like it's not even real like it is some kind of alien frequency that's like you're picking it up. is weird yeah you first any- of all they get a ton of chicks yeah am guys <laughs> oh yeah they're just complete oh, pipe machines yeah really yeah oh yeah these guys are plumbers yeah, they they lay they lay it thick. Yeah, I, I think is it um is it can anybody start an AM radio? Do you just need to like buy some kind of a tower? Like if I got an extra, yeah. like uh, Christian, uh, Christian Slater, Slater and pump up the volume. Pump up the volume. I, I think you can just like buy a tower, and if it puts out enough, I don't know what I'm talking about here, but like juice or watts or something, mm-hmm. that might you be. You just grab a station. Well, because so now that guys, it's like now that everyone can have their own podcast, it's almost makes like the idea of pirate radio obsolete. Yeah, right. You know? Feels like the right move during this podcast boom because, like, maybe we should just try to get an AM station. Yeah, that sounds sounds real fresh. Well, and basically, everyone on an AM station sounds like the quality of you calling in. So I just don't. I, I think that's why it, it sounds so bad. It literally looks like, like an like something that got invented in like the fucking it looks like 20s. A, it looks like a I'm, from where I'm sitting in, like you're holding your phone. It looks like uh, like kitchen uh, <laughs> equipment. I think that's why. I think yeah, they just don't have money. Yeah, and I think like Dom said that you're just buying. Like I think anyone can do it. Maybe right. Well, on the topic yeah. of. On the topic of frequencies and signals, have you heard the 5G theories? Oh, yeah. yeah we can yeah. go back to Theory Corner. But also that all the Gs have coincided with uh, pandemics. Mm-hmm. So, like, 4G I was, was actually, swine flu. Yeah, that was, that was, I was going to bring up the 5G theory for you guys. 
um, and I would love to hear your take on it. But well, there's 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 less to be theory. read about. There's less you can read about the five G theory. Not everybody's on board our alien theory, which I think is really. But they might tie in. What are your thoughts on the five G theory? Or I any know, G. I, mean, I, I have AT and T, and it and it's like currently like two G, and it doesn't work really. Yeah. So I think a couple extra Gs sounds like it would help. Right. But but there's all these crazy hippies in Venice, especially like protesting every day about mm-hmm. the frequencies, man. Um, I I don't know a whole lot about it. I love the idea that people think 5G gives you coronavirus. <laughs> I yeah, I don't understand this theory. Well, it's like I don't get this it. new frequency comes in and it like mutates your gene and you actually like it come you get the virus from mm. the from the it's like a a gene mutation. But then everyone would have it. Yeah, it's a it's a it's kind of cockamamie. Well, and I, I don't think it holds not, as much water as our Yeah. Wait till 6G. Yeah. Then you're, oh, the, you're like head explodes, like scanners. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's where we get the Laguna IGA virus. <laughs> or Lagunitas IGA virus. Yeah, totally. Uh, but oh, oh but there's, IPA. Th- there's also the, we all have it, bros. Oh, the, we all have it, bros. There's a yeah. lot of those bros. We all have it. We probably all have yeah, it. It's like, I don't it. think we do. Also, I actually personally think that it, it's impossible to get if you've been quarantining. I don't know how you can get it if you've been quarantining. Well, that's the whole, yeah. that is the whole essence of, of quarantine. So I yeah. think when that, I, I actually think it's going to be a slow, I don't, it's going to, for it to get back to like Fauci said, he was saying that we may never get back to normal, like pre-corona. Mm-hmm. That may never happen because there's probably always going to be people taking precautions like Chinese people and Japanese people, they always wear masks. Mm-hmm. Even before this, ever since SARS, right. they're always wearing masks. And by the way, it also stop you, help you from not getting a cold. Yeah, no, but totally. But the, the whole um, mitigation during a pandemic is twofold. One, it stops the, ho- the hospitals from getting overwhelmed, which is the biggest problem. Mm-hmm. And the second one is it, it, the, the virus has less places to go and live, and it just like, it'll just die. It'll die out. So like... Those two things, but um, I think once we've flattened the curve, and maybe if there's more testing, yeah, things are going to. I think you slowly. can get back to the point where it's like, like a companies will be like, all right, so ten percent of us, uh, like the the heads of the company, can all go back to work, mm-hmm. keep social distancing, scrub the shit out of all offices and all businesses. Yeah, and like if you want to have like a dinner party of like five people that yeah. are all tested negative. There's there's ways to kind of do it. Yeah. There'll be ways to kind of do it slowly. Right. Slowly. Totally. Yeah. I, I think around February, you're going to see a semblance of what this new life is going to kind of look like. But I think this could even start because I think we're going to flatten the curve in no, the next I, month or two. I think that it's, I think that, uh, I think that it's going to get flattened out faster than I think. I don't think we're going to get this. I don't think we're going to see the 100,000 numbers. I don't think so. I think that helps to keep people taking it seriously. Oh, yeah. No, we might see, you know what? We might see 100,000 when the whole thing is done. Yeah, okay. But yeah. as far as this sort of spike in the apex, I just, I don't know. I don't see it. But I may, I'm, again, I've called it wrong before. I may well, I mean, everybody, every, yeah, you know what's starting to like cool down and I'm so glad is the, bro, like I heard like, so apparently like tomorrow we're going to be under like severe martial law lockdown. No. I've heard a zillion of those. We were supposed to be on martial law lockdown like three weeks ago, and we're still not on martial law yeah. lockdown. Martial law bros. 
Yeah, there's a lot of martial law bros. That first week of quarantine, <laughs> martial law bros were fucking on fire. Yeah. Everyone knew somebody at that CDC. Well, and, and then there was the, the, those bunk videos of, like, the National Guard. Like, anywhere there was, like, a tank, it was like, yo, it's going down, bro. No, that's what it was. I see military helicopters. This is pre-coronavirus, like, probably once a month. And I never think to film it because there's nothing going on. Yeah. That, that shit happens a lot. No. Military's got to move. Um, we watched Outbreak over the weekend. Great movie. Great movie, Dustin Hoffman, Rene Russo, my cousin, not really, but it'd be cool. Uh, um, but yeah, there's a scene where like the local hillbillies are trying to escape the town, and right. the National Guard just like blows them to smithereens with a 50 cal. Mm-hmm. They're like, and you're like, yeah, and I guess that's what people think will happen. Yeah. Um, but to me, martial law, like, I'm not... Kind of sounds cool. Like I've never seen it. Well, we would. I mean, we would see that if our hospitals were completely overwhelmed and people were dying in the streets. You would yeah. see that. Yeah. But I'm sorry if the virus was that contagious Maybe. and that deadly. I just cool. like I'd be like, fuck this man. I'm going outside to drink a sixer. If, if I if I die, I die. Like if oh. I get corona, I get corona. It's like oh, a stop yeah. me from partying. That guy. Also, Dom in in outbreak because I watched it too a few weeks ago. If coronavirus was that virus, oh my dude. Kevin Spacey gets it. Kevin Spacey gets it because his suit opens up. Yeah. The next scene, he's fucking got like lesions all over his face. He's dead. Like, the why next would scene. you even try and stop it? Like, just that, let it uh, run its course and start anew. Like, if, uh, that movie actually made me feel better because I was like, all right, coronavirus is definitely not this. Yeah. But the best would be yeah, if it not, was that. It, if it was that and you still had that spring break, bro. Oh it's my like, God. Fuck oh, fucking yeah. get, people are like, ah! Like their skin's no, I mean, melting off. He's like, like, fuck it, we're partying. That disease looked terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're crying blood that whole movie. It's, it's very scary. Oh, my God. That, that would be – I never want to see that day because that would, that would truly suck. Also, I love Outbreak. It's a great movie. You know what's a bit of a stretch is uh, Dustin Hoffman and Army Fatigues. <laughs> Uh, yeah, doesn't yeah, really doesn't yeah. really land. Up. He's not an army guy. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know why they decided to cast him. He doesn't look like an army guy. I was thinking the same thing. Like he just doesn't fit in that costume. Same no. with Kevin Spacey. There's a scene where they're both like in army fatigues. I'm like, this was not. <laughs> what is this? Who was the casting director no. of this movie? Yeah, casting was in a weird place there. Um, you know what did make sense was Donald Sutherland as like the evil general. What makes sense is Donald true. Sutherland is anything. <laughs> He's I love he plays the human trafficking czar in that uh, <laughs> that show Human Trafficking. I think it's just called Human Trafficking. Right. It's like a three part movie with um, him and Mir- Mira Sorvino. Oh yeah, and, right, uh, right. Yeah, it's actually pretty underrated. It's Donald pretty Sutherland should play Fritzel. Yeah, ooh, that's a good idea. That'd be great. Yeah, I could see that the Joseph Fritzel story starring <laughs> Donald Sutherland. I wonder how he's doing in all this coronavirus. Uh, I w- <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he has a secret family in jail. <laughs> oh God. Oh, man. Jesus. Yeah, we got to check in with him. Anyways, uh, how much time we got left, Phil? We got about two minutes. Two minutes. Um, Dom, you got anything else on your mind? This has been a very fruitful conversation. Oh, man. Um, yeah, no, likewise. It's been really fun. I think I'm excited to start my own AM radio station. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, the the Pleiadians, I'm going to go down that rabbit hole. Yep. I'm excited about that. Um <clears throat> Oh, free money is going around. There's like a whole conspiracy there. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. I feel like um, you guys should try to get some of that free money. Yeah, well, and it's also like uh, they're saying that a lot of like the second wave of checks or whatever are going to be uh, donated to or given to swing states, 
where it's like he's going to try and be getting the like ah. he'll probably be putting another stimulus out like right before the election. Probably. I mean, look, the politics are dirty. Yeah, he's just playing it. He's playing it, and it's like, yeah, it's pretty. Crazy. You would hope pull up. You know, in two years we're going to look back on this like the financial crisis two thousand eight, and people are going to be like, so like banks will win in this in some way. Like as money is getting doled out. Banks will be the middleman, and then they'll take a commission every time they give you some. Yeah. And so, like, some bank is – all these banks are going to make, like, a trillion bucks. Of course. Mm-hmm. And it, there'll be, like, some disgusting conspiracy, but we kind of just don't know what it is yet. So that'll well, be fun it's, to watch, it's, like, Mar- the Mark, Mar- Mark Ruffalo movie, like, take down the banks in three years. <laughs> yeah, right, right. They knew! Yeah. Is they he knew the a, whole time! Is he even a good actor? He's so he isn't begin again. He's so strange. He's so strange in spotlight, but it's almost like he's got like brain damage. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, well, like, actually, I think he does in real life. Yeah, uh, he had a brain damage. Yeah, he, he does do that. He's like, I love Ruffalo. What are we gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> like that's all I think of when I think Ruffalo. It's just like no, he's come just, on. he's got that. It's not an everyman. It's just that just one that one man that you do know. That one just kind of like. Oh shucks, guy. Well, he, and he's from Wisconsin. Is that his accent? He's got a Wisconsin. It's kind of like I think a little bit, yeah. Uh, like he's really got bad in like uh, his early movies. Like yeah, he's just got that like. Oh, he's a great dude, but he's not like the one that like the girl ends up with. Really, yeah. He's also the guy on Twitter that like if anyone even like is in the same room as a Republican, he's like not okay. You need to <laughs> right, own up yeah, to this right, right. moment. Yeah. It's like. Dude, fucking give it a rest. <laughs> Ruffalo, like, while you're up at your fucking mansion in Rhinebeck, New York, with, like, <laughs> singing uh, John Lennon songs with fucking Gal Gadot, like, fuck off. Yeah, oh, those... How bad was that? How terrible was that? I mean, And was... Gal Gadot hasn't been posting too much. But... Hey, by the way, I mean, that might have been, like, a, like, a call to, like, a warning. That was a warning to celebrities. Keep yeah, it down. Shut your mouth. Yeah. You can't relate to, to a regular person in yeah. any way, shape, this or This is form. not your time to be a hero. The no. UPS men are heroes. The yeah. DoorDash drivers are heroes. The Well, not my DoorDash driver the other night. But uh, <laughs> the, the grocery store people are heroes. Like, Doctors, yeah. Dumbass movie stars are not heroes. Yeah. Just on the screen. Yeah. All right, you got some... Yeah, that is, a, that is like a nice realization that's going around. It's like because you won some kind of genetic lottery... You happen to be perfect looking, and then you move to LA. Like you don't necessarily get to give us scientific wisdom right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, when like real people are super struggling. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like it's, it's really yeah, it's really it's well, it's also people learning. It's it's everyone's learning their lessons, and it's like a Gal Gadot is like just because everybody wants to look at you on a screen, and it's probably never been hard for you to catch a dick. Like that you're <laughs> that you're actually a more important human being than you know uh, the person that's ringing up my groceries, mm-hmm. who's actually like performing a service that like gives people something real that they need to live. Yeah, totally. Not just like a, 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 a an hour and a half of forgetting about their their reality, which is a service, and that's why it's like artists and entertainers they they serve a purpose. But like this idea that you're an actually a more important human being is getting equalized right now. Yeah, the only thing nice thing I've seen, and, and I, I wouldn't consider the ESPN anchors like celebrities, but they have they have a nice thing about like we will be back, like stuff like that. That kind of mm-hmm. makes you feel good. But the Imagine was just like a although Chris, Chris Cuomo's fucking he's out of his fucking mind. Yeah, you don't want this. <laughs> yeah, he's like he barely has symptoms. Oh, the, the demon comes out at night. He's just, what 
so, are you talking he's about? So dramatic. The demon. <laughs> you're you're up talking. You're communicating. You look fine. But what, also, what demon? And then he was being like, uh, "I'm having weird uh, hallucinogenic dreams." I'm like, "You mean dreams?" <laughs> He's like, he's, he's like, I had a dream. I saw my dead father. I'm like, I've seen my dead friend in about 12 dreams since yeah. he passed away. What, what does that mean? I have coronavirus? I know. He's such a clown. Like, what are you talking you about? You know what? He, he's a clown. He is a clown. I mean, yeah. I, I do like his Bring heart. But he, he, he's yeah, just but a, you got to be careful because his heart disguises as fear mongering. Yeah, he no, always, totally. Yeah. He always pushes the his questioning until he gets the worst possible outcome, and then it's like, are we calling this too soon? Because I think we got a huge, <laughs> huge problem on our hands, and this is not going to go away, no matter how what anybody says. We're this is uh, this is horrible, right? How bad is it? And him and Don Lemon are besties, of course. Yeah. They're both fear mongers. Yeah, they're, they're just, yeah, you got you to you balance it out. You, you got to switch over to Fox News to kind of get the insanity from the other side. But MS, I'm telling you, local, MS, news, yeah, local, local news. Local news. It kind of puts, like, yeah, you, to, you, puts you at ease a little bit. Yeah. Got some shout outs. Well, anyways, yeah, give us some shout outs. Got some Instagram shout outs. Uh, hey, shout out. Been with us for a while. Loyal follower, fair and Kush. Oh yeah, shout out, shout out. By the way, shout out, uh, shout out Tracy Craft. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. She, she, we gave uh, Peter Craft a shout out last week, but uh, loyal listener Tracy Craft. Shout out Tracy Craft. Hey, shout out, shout out, out Scotty Two with a long underscore. Shout out. Shout uh, out. Hey, shout out over forty dude health. Shout out, <laughs> shout out. Uh, hey, shout out a uh, new little meme page. Uh, First world solutions. Hey, shout out, shout out. Uh, hey, shout out Break a Con. Shout out. Big shout out. Uh, hey, shout out uh, So Califax. Shout out. I like that. Shout out. Uh, hey, shout out RJ Faring. Shout out. Shout out. And then, uh, hey, shout out. Shares the memes a lot. Uh, at Anna.Levon. Hey, shout Levin, out. Levon, Levon, Levon. Shout out. Shout out. Thanks, guys. And shout out to Dom Russo. You can, yeah, uh, fuck yeah. Uh, d- did you Reddit podcast? Fucking hilarious. Shout out to you guys for having me on. Thank you so much again. This is the second time. It's been so fun both times. And yeah. I was just thinking while you were shouting out that we'd love to have you guys on our podcast like soon. Oh, hell yeah. Um, however we want to do it, I'll touch base with you off the air and get that going for the next couple of weeks. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Super down for that. Cool. And hey, stay safe. Yes, great. stay safe. And good luck with those poop stories. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah. Focus on, you know, making hopas and uh, other good things out of wood and, and not uh, uh, weapons. Yeah, right. Assassination. Wooden, of wooden, wooden RPGs. Although I do, it is kind of fun watching how people are kind of going insane right now. But um, the masks kind of gave them something to channel, some creative energy yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, Although I cannot wait to, you know what's coming is the first steal your face mask. You're going to see it. It's going to be there. You're yeah. going to see it. But um, yeah, I'm just picturing like Dom with like a wooden sword and like a samurai outfit. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. posted on his like, as his new Facebook <laughs> or like Or like picture. an eight ball mask. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, right. You've already got, they, they've already made Tiger King ones. Uh, oh, yeah, right. Oh, that was what got Adam the creator, that meme page made that. Yeah. Um, Tiger King, I know that's a whole other podcast, but um, great show. And yeah. we'll talk about it next time. Yeah, 100%. Yep. We, uh, yeah, we covered a lot here. That's been the medicine right. people didn't realize that they needed or saw coming. Totally. Uh, all right. Well, uh, all right. did you read it? And uh, thanks, Dom. And we'll, uh, we'll be back next week with Nick Scott. Oh, boy. Stay yep. safe, everybody. Thanks, guys. Later, buddy. Bye. Bye. Bye.